0: All right, guys, welcome back to another edition of Texans Unfiltered. I am your host, Young Ari Gold. Uh, I am also solo (laughs) in Philly. Uh, John is actually, uh, I guess, on his way downtown. I guess he didn't see all the tweets and all of that uh, this afternoon. Um, So it'll be just me um, until we see what happens. If you guys don't know, um, I don't do... Solo shows very well, but we'll get through this and hopefully we can get it to go as long as we can until John comes in. Uh, what's up, Junior? What's up, big body Tonka? Uh, there we go, already starting off right after Sean Watson, big boot body, big booty, big body Tonka talking about. Um, all right, so tons and tons of information. Uh, Coming out. Tons of news. Lots of different things happening. So I guess we need to start with. The fact that. Deshaun Watson was not indicted. With criminal charges. This last Friday afternoon. Which. Literally not but. I don't know. An hour. Maybe 90 minutes. um, The trade market opened and uh, Carolina, as we knew, was going to be a player. Um, And then uh, Tampa Bay was a player. Saints were a player. There's been rumors that the Niners are a player. And then as of today, uh, Seahawks were a player mentioned early on, obviously with the Russell Wilson trade and everything that they got in return for Russell. Um, And then today a team came out of nowhere Uh, The Atlanta Falcons are now also in the mix. Um, So where we stand now is that Deshaun has met with the Saints, the Panthers, and the Browns. He is supposed to meet with the Falcons tomorrow. Uh, There are reports that he actually personally reached out to the Falcons himself, Uh, so he didn't use his agency. He didn't use anything. He didn't go through anybody. He actually called up, talked to the franchise, talked to Arthur Blank, um, and let him know his his, his want or willingness to uh, work with the Falcons and play in Atlanta. Now, obviously, that makes a ton of sense given um, where he's from, his ties to the organization from when he was a ball boy, uh, his infatuation with uh, Michael Vick, uh, and all of that. So that makes sense. Um But then when you look into the – when you look into the – huh? I'm recording. You're throwing me off. Anyways, um, the – I don't even remember where I was going. Thanks, Nick. Um, Huh? Huh? This isn't drama class, okay? I don't just improv. <laughs> anyways. Jeez. Um, sorry. Totally lost train of thought there. Um, Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta. Um, trying to think of where I was going with Atlanta. Um, I don't know. But anyways, those are the teams that he's uh, he's been told, or we've been told that he's going to meet with. And it looks like there's been a uh, Diana, Diana Rossini today reported that any meeting that Deshaun Watson has had or has with a team um, has a trade package submitted to uh, Nick Casario, and Nick understands and knows what we will be getting back or at least has approved the package. Now, maybe he'll go back and ask for more. So that's currently where we stand. So as of right now, there is a package from the Panthers. There's a package from the Falcons. There's a package from the Saints and it looks like there's also a package from the Browns. Um, that's at the Browns. That was the other team that, that he met with. So what I'd like to do is go through kind of where where can we go? What can we, what can we look for? What can we, can we expect from these packages? Um, no, he didn't. Derek, are you serious? No, he didn't. Oh, no. Now you're making me pause the show. I'm going now. The fact that when you type in Baker, he isn't the first one to come up. Oh, wow. All right, so let's read this. This is cool. So Baker did just post this. He said, the past four years have been nothing short of truly life-changing since I heard my name called in the draft to go to Cleveland. This is not a message with hidden meaning. This is strictly to thank the city of Cleveland for embracing my family and me. We've had we have made many memories and shared growing in this process through all the ups and downs. I have no clue what's about to happen, which is the meaning behind the silence I've had during the duration of this process. I can only control what I can, which is trusting in God's plan throughout the, this process. I've given this franchise everything I have. That is something I've always done at every stage and at every level. And that will not change wherever I take my next step, whatever happens. I just want to say thank you to the fans who truly embraced who I am, and the mentality that aligns so well with the city's hardworking people. Cleveland will always be part of Emily and my story, and we will always be thankful for the impact it had and will have in our lives. Okay. Okay, so Baker's Baker's gone. Um, it is just me, Paul. Feel free to hop in here. Um, so, so Baker p- pins a love letter to Cleveland. Um, so what I wanted to do tonight was wanted to kind of go through the teams that have actually um, – had conversations with um, with Nick and with Deshaun and kind of go through the packages, talk about what we think is actually the best potential package for the Texans rebuild. Um, and just best return in general for Deshaun Watson. Uh, Cause I think ultimately that's, that's really what matters now because uh, we need to jump this uh, rebuild in the light speed. So, Uh, We'll start first with, I think, the favorite package. I think this is kind of what everybody's thinking. Uh, This is the one that everybody kind of wants. And that would be the Carolina Panthers. So it would be three ones, two twos, um, a mixture or a combination of players that could be anybody from J.C. Horn, Brian Burns, Jeremy Chin, and um, Derek Brown. I always forget his first name the defensive tackle, who's a monster. Um, So three, three ones, two, two to three twos and two to three players. It sounds like is the offer from Carolina. A lot of people on Twitter and a lot of reporters have said that the package from Carolina is going to be extremely hard to turn down. Um, And That, to me, says a lot because that's coming from from everybody. So everybody is saying uh, Carolina is being as aggressive as possible, um, and they've basically included everything that Nick's asking for and maybe a little bit more. Um, He met with David Tepper today and Matt Rule. There's also been rumors out there from Benjamin Albright that uh, David Tepper told Sean Watson that he would be willing to let Deshaun Choose the next head coach if Matt Rule is fired, um, and yeah, so that's kind of where the Carolina Panthers are right now with the Houston Texans. Uh, let me see the Steve Lopez, Greedy Williams, Cream Hunt, and a couple of first were offered to the Texans initially. Obviously, the offer hasn't was increased to have a seat at the table to meet with Deshaun Watson. Texans cap on spaces, so that's coming from Aaron. Uh, yeah, who turned me down to not be on the show today, which is wild. But I guess he already had plans with Texans cap, but I, I guess they're a bigger platform. Um bunch of white guys getting together. That makes sense. Um, all right. And um, yeah, so it looks like Carolina is um, has, has the top package on the table. Uh, now if we move down and we go to the New Orleans Saints – uh, it's been rumored that there is three, um, three firsts, two twos, and a combination of players that could range from anywhere from Peyton Turner to Marcus Davenport, Ryan Ramchick, uh, Eric McCoy, the center. Um, so a pretty good amount of players, difference being between the Saints and the Panthers is the Panthers pick sixth. So they're going to pick earlier in the draft uh, throughout the entire 2022 draft, uh, and the Saints are going to pick a little bit later. I think they pick 18 or something like that. Um, because they made the playoffs, I believe. Um, so that's the Saints' offer. Um, the Browns' offer, uh, according to Steve from Twitter, Greedy Williams, Cream Hunt, and a couple of ones were offered to the Texans initially. Obviously, the offer was increased to have a seat at the table to meet with Deshaun Watson, Texans cap. I mean, if Texans cap is saying that, then he knows he wouldn't put something out there if it wasn't something new unless I just came from Eric Wilson just now during the spaces. Um, yeah. Uh, anyways. Um, so that's the offer from the saints. That's the offer from the Browns, the Panthers. Now when it comes to the Falcons and to be honest with you, I I truly believe, I, I truly believe that the Falcons are the team of Deshaun's choosing. Um, it's it's home, not far from home, not far from Gainesville. Has a has a huge has has a relationship already with the organization from the time he was a boy to um to his infatuation with Michael Vick, his relationship currently with Michael Vick. Um I think the Falcons, you know, I know we've seen all the reports and everybody says Carolina. Uh, Carolina, New Orleans. It's kind of conflicting. It's either the it's either the Saints or it's the Panthers. I've been saying for four days on Twitter, there's going to be a team that comes out of nowhere. Um, there's going to be a team that that gets into the the race a little bit late, but is able to to really honestly, and this is kind of what it boils down to, at least in my opinion, um, the no trade clause now is truly, I guess, and I hate to say it, but it's the first time I've said it. But there's actual leverage now with Deshaun having the no-trade clause because I think ultimately where Deshaun would like to play is Atlanta. And now that they're in the mix, it gives Deshaun a little bit more power in the situation in the sense that he can just say no. no to the Panthers, no to the Saints, no to the Browns, no to the Seahawks. And I think that is that should be the biggest concern for a lot of Texans fans right now is just the fact that um, that no trade clause can come in handy. And I think prior to this, it was really just a kind of put your, you know, put your hand in the hat and pick a number. And that's, you know, that's where you go. Uh, obviously the, pa- the package is going to matter, but there's really not much of a difference outside of where they pick in the draft. Um, the only thing that is different the only, the only one team that's different is the Browns because they're in the AFC, but um, the other three teams are all in the same division and the Bucks were even tied to them at one point. Um, but them all being in the same division, you have to wonder if there is somebody within the mix that's trying to drive the price up, right? I, I, I mean, obviously that's kind of being thrown around too, but there's no facts to that yet. And then when you also look at the situations, Atlanta needs a quarterback. They need more than a quarterback, and they actually have a decent quarterback um, that they could win with. I mean, they made it to the Super Bowl with them. Um, I find it strange that Atlanta is in the mix, um, and, and maybe maybe they are. If if there was one team, I could say that's in the mix uh, just to drive the price up, I would assume it would be the Falcons because the Saints are in a situation where they need a quarterback. Jameis is a free agent. Taysom Hill is obviously not going to get the job done. Uh, and they had Breeze retire a year ago. And then Carolina has Sam Darnold. And then they've just had a, you know, they, they got so bad at quarterback that they re-signed Cam Newton to come back because they really had no other options at quarterback. Um, so the only team I could see that's maybe driving the price up and kind of playing their cards to bankrupt a division rival would be Atlanta. But then when you add in the piece of Deshaun, and if it's true that he reached out to Arthur Blank and the um, Falcons um, organization, then, I mean, I don't know, man. It's, it's interesting because I think there's a true emotional tie for Deshaun in Atlanta. And um, I think ultimately that's where you'd want to go. Uh, you just have to wonder if they can really offer. So the offer from the, the Falcons would be three ones, two, three, twos, uh, two or three twos, um, you know, possibly AJ Terrell. Um, I think they have an offensive lineman. Uh, there's a guard I think we're taking. And then there's a couple other players, but they're really not like players that you would hope to get back in a trade for Deshaun Watson. Um I would love Kyle Pitts. I think Kyle Pitts has to be involved, but then there's the David Mugaleta aspect of things, where Dave—I mean, Kyle Pitts and and Deshaun share the same agent. I would assume that David would like to keep Kyle Pitts happy and productive with Deshaun Watson. Um, But honestly, like I don't know. I don't know who this whole 18 months is just a strange thing to think about. Right. Because, and even I thought it for a while. um, And I didn't really come to my consensus into my senses until uh, after really thinking about it and and dwelling on it a little bit more. But, you know, there was a lot of hate for David and I totally get it. Like the way that Deshaun handled this entire situation, the way he acted like a little bitch and and just quit, um, you know, that you don't want to see that. And, we all know the motivations, the motivations money, the motivations going to where they want to go. And, and that's fine. Um, but I think when the allegations came and the season started, I think there 10, I think that there was an agreement. I think that there was some mutual, um, mutual agreements and engagement on both parts. And I think they both understood that if this is really going to work, then cooler heads are going to have to prevail. And I think that they worked amicably, Um, there was no animosity and they just wanted to make sure that both parties get exactly what they're looking for. And I think to this point, that is exactly what's happening. I think David and Deshaun and and Nick, um, are working extremely close. I, I really think that they're trying to work this out the best that they can, um, to ensure that, you know, both parties are happy Texans get what they want as far as a return, Deshaun gets what he wants as far as where he goes to play. Um, So, you know, maybe Kyle Pitts really doesn't matter to David in the sense of Deshaun being there. I can't see it because Kyle Pitts is a, like a once in a generation type of talent at tight end. Um, And he, you know, he can play anywhere. He doesn't have to play tight end. Um, So I don't know. Um, Maybe Kyle Pitts is involved in the Atlanta trade. Maybe not. I guess we'll just have to wait and see, but when we evaluate the packages and we look at them in that manner, I would have to say that the I would have to say that the the Panthers package is just it's not one that you can just kind of bat an eye at, right? Um, you know, even if, if we just talk about the players first, right? Brian Burns, he's not really moving the needle for me. A uh, younger guy, so he could still develop. He's definitely showed some potential. Jeremy Chin definitely moves the needle for me. J.C. Horn definitely moves the needle for me. Uh, Derek Brown moves the needle for me. Um, Matter Gross, um, the defensive end, he he moves the needle. He's he's he looks like he'll be pretty good. But the Panthers are, and Paul hit it right on the head. Like the Panthers are desperate. Anytime you're in these negotiations, what not these negotiations? Forgive me, because I'm you know I'm not a GM. But just anytime you're in a sales negotiation, which is basically what this is, um, you can't act desperate to either party, okay? Because you're basically showing your hand. And I do believe the Panthers are legitimate; like they want Deshaun Watson. It's been talked about for you know about as long as the Miami Dolphins, right? Um, And if that's the case, and Nick's able to leverage the Falcons and the Saints as what they're offering, um, it's, 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 it's too late. Like you're, you're basically, you're, you're, you're the one. Um, And you're, if you get chosen, you're, you're definitely like, you're going to give up a lot and you're, who knows what those other teams were going to give up, but the Panthers are in a position where they're likely to give up a lot. And I don't know if, the Panthers are going to be able to recover from this. Like I was listening to P&P, Um, It's my favorite Panthers podcast. They've had me on multiple times. Um, they're great dudes, huge fans of, of, of the Panthers and just very knowledgeable. And it, it was kind of like a torn thing, but it seemed like mostly everybody wanted Deshaun. Honestly, if I was the Panthers, I don't know if I'd give up that much for Deshaun. Um, it's going to take a while for you to rebuild your O line is not very good. Um, and if you, I mean, what you guys are, what you guys are built on now is your defense. If you're taking away from that, then you're no different than the Texans last year or the year before. Like you, you just, yeah, you might make the playoffs, but where are you going to go after that? And if you have a top five quarterback, isn't the goal to get past the playoffs? Um, I, I don't know. I, I, in my heart, I would love for it to be the Panthers because I think we can bend them over backwards. David Tepper is a hedge fund manager, like CEO, whatever it was. He's a risk taker. He's a gambler. Um, he's, he, he's egotistical. Um, he is one of those people, because he's so rich that he's not used to losing, that he'll let his emotions get in the way and he'll make a decision based on pure emotions. And you never go into negotiations with emotions. And I think that's where David Tepper is. Now, I don't know for sure. I haven't met him. haven't seen an interview with him. Like, I I don't know. I know the online's improving. Uh, I agree. Um, But but they're not where they were. Or they're not where they need to be for Deshaun to truly. Like, you're going to need – I mean, you have a good defense still, even if we take, let's say, chin and horn or chin, horn, and burns – But you also don't have pieces to replace those, and then you're also about to take 35 million in in salary. There's just a lot. I don't know. But anyways, back to emotions. You you never want to negotiate or make a decision this big under emotions. And um, I feel like David Tepper's about to. And yeah, they all say it's a dumb deal. Um, And if so, I I think we I think we. I do think that we, unfortunately, PNP, I think we ended up, I think we took you guys to the to the woodshed. And I hate it because I like the Panthers, but I can never root for that man ever again. And um, just imagine real quick, PNP, let me just paint this picture for you. You're four years into Cam Newton. Cam Newton's career. He has, you've seen everything that you could do. And you've seen his potential, you know, that he can eventually lead you to where you want to go. And then out of nowhere, he just decides after signing his extension that he wants out and is set in doing so. And you never got to see the rest of cam's career. How would you feel? There's no way to root for Deshaun Watson. It's just impossible. I can't do it. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Um, some Panthers fans are saying it's done big body five first two seconds burns chin. Okay. So it's not that that part hope the trade happens during the stream. That'd be awesome. Imagine uh, AJ Terrell sauce Gardner KV on third and JG. Yeah, that'd be dope. Um, you really can't mess up the draft at this point. Like obviously you can, you know, I mean, from a position perspective, like obviously you can draft bad still. Um, but from a position perspective, if we trade with the Panthers, and let's say you add Chin or Burn, Chin and Burns, or honestly, if it was me, I'd go Chin and JC Horn. Uh, but I love this. I love secondary play. If I was to go, if we were to have Chin and Horn, I think you then go KV on and you risk Kyle Hamilton because you don't need him now. You got Jeremy Chin. Um, and yeah, I think that's like the only thing you could really do. Sorry. My son's calling me. Um, all right. I think that's really the only thing like with, with the draft, you, like, you, you know where you're going, you know what you need. Um, and you really can't mess it up. You don't need Kyle Hamilton. Like you don't want to go with tin and Kyle. Cause like that's just too much of an investment. Um, in, in the safety position, you're going to need a pass rush, right? We signed the the guy from the Rams, um, who was like one of the top rated pass rushers um, in free agency this uh, this past year, um, which is amazing. Um, and then, you know, we uh, we uh, so when you look at the roster now, you have I don't want to say his last name just because it's like it's like Obadiah. I'm not going to say it because I'm going to I'm going to murder it. And Then you got Grenard on the other side. Uh, Malik Collins is back. Desmond King is back. You have Tavir Thomas. Um, and then if you add chin and horn, I mean, you really got ample, ample, um, ample. I mean, you just, your defense is on, on a very quick, like you can go with a linebacker at eight or I mean at six. Um, you could trade back and get more value. Um, the Panthers give us the opportunity to, like, honestly, after year one, if Mill, if we hit on Mills, um, if Mills just progresses and develops and just gets better, you're looking at in 2023 being somebody who can compete in the division, and then you're looking, you know, so on and so on if you continue to take those steps. Cool thing is, too, with the Panthers, if you get Horn, it's hits his second year. If you get Chin, it's his third year, right? Third no was chin and horn the same draft oh i don't remember he he was either the same draft or the year before i think he was the same draft either way he wasn't a first-round pick so you're only going to have him for three years uh, if he was last year or two but still somebody to build around brian burns i think he still have two years on his rookie contract um if it's Derek Brown, you still have two years on his rookie contract. So you have some real solid defensive pieces to be able to build around and actually take a like a look into the future and see where you're going to need to go and what you're going to need to do. Now you're going to have to shift to the offensive side of the ball. Um, and with all the second round picks that you're going to get and everything else. Um, okay. Thank you. Year before um, you'll be able to fill the other interior guard spot. You'll be able to add wide receivers. You'll be able to add a young running back, which I think is like probably the most exciting thing for everybody uh, in this chat right now is being able to say that you're going to add a young running back. Um, and you're starting to truly build. And I think the Panthers give us the best opportunity to do that. So, um, yeah, that's my thoughts as far as where we're at on things, Uh, as far as getting into free agency and stuff, I've been traveling all day. So, uh, I've seen some of the the things that we have done. Um, I've, I've obviously seen it all, but to have it on the top of my head is going to be pretty tough. Um, and I really thought if I went 30 minutes, John would be able to make it, um, but it doesn't look like that's the case. Um, but yeah, what do you guys got? What questions do you guys have? Drop them in the chat. I'm here. Uh, you guys got me. The longer we go, the longer the chances that that John makes it back in time. I think he's driving from downtown. I don't. Honestly, me and John haven't talked. I don't think since our since our last stream. Um. By the way, this is look at look at where I'm streaming it. I'm in some hotel, I, like I was at a restaurant. No, I don't even know where I am. I have, I have no idea where I'm at. When do you think he will be trading? Okay, there's a lot here. You guys went quick. Would, would Miles Jack be a good fit for a Levy scheme? Miles Jack doesn't look like the same player that he was a couple years ago. I, he looks like he lost a step. Um, and I don't know if he would fit in to our locker room, uh, culture, to be honest, like he's, you know, he's had some moments in Jacksonville. Um, you, it it probably worth taking a flyer on, um, you know, you, you can fit, I'm a big, I'm a big believer in the fact that you can, you can fit any player into a scheme as long as they're set up for success. Is he ideal? Yeah. I mean, he, he would work. Um I just don't know if he's the same player. I, I probably wouldn't do it. Um who do you hope we get at three? I hope we trade back. Um I hope we trade back both. Like let's say the Panthers trade. I really hope we trade back from like three to eight so that the Falcons can move up to get Kenny Pickett, and then we trade six back to twelve, and we get like, you know, at least one or two more first round picks. And a two this year, or whatever it may be, um, you know, maybe the Eagles package their two picks in the first round for six if Kenny Pickett's there. Like, I think the opportunity now, especially with what we've done or what we'll potentially do if we do make a deal with the Panthers, you got to move back and add because now your your window is starting, and you want to be able to maximize that window. And the only way you can do that is by adding additional pieces. Um, I'm actually in Philly, Paul. Um, I'm at a pharmaceutical convention for work. They want me to go sell, um, Grubhub, uh, to the pharmaceutical, co- uh, industry. So, yeah. Um, if you're drafting right now, you're taking at three. Okay. So if we're drafting right now, it's okay. If we're drafting right now. I probably take KV on. I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of bad juju around KV on right now. Um, I think he's a beast, and I, I think he's somebody that you couldn't miss at at three. When do you think he'll be traded? Um, I think by the end of Thursday, he's taking the meeting with the Falcons. I wouldn't be surprised if another team comes in and and requests uh, a meeting of some sort um, with him. Um, so I would assume by the end of Thursday. After this trade, how much longer would the rebuild be? All depends on the drafting. Um, if Nick hits on all those picks this year, you know, could be a year or two, right? Like, all depends on what what we get and how we scout and, you know, the team we build. You, you, the draft is such a crap shoot. And even though Nick had a, a great year last year with no first or second round picks, like, there's no way we can expect for him to go, you know, never miss on a, on a draft pick. It's just not possible. Um, but if he, you know, if we just go based on what we know, he's going to miss on a couple this year, it's going to happen. Um, but we, even with that, like there's so much, there's so much more room for error now with the additional draft picks. If he's traded and when he's traded, I should phrase it like that. But with the amount of picks we have, the more at bats, like you you can afford a strike out on a player here and there. Um, as long as you're maximizing the other guys. And I think that's the key. Uh, Nice digs, that's funny. I need Watson to trade a career signing tomorrow. I think we all do. Houston needs it. I talked to Billy O today. His excuse for butchering the Texans is he was busy. It wasn't his fault. I believe him. I I believe him. Uh, Does Baker Mayfield's farewell letter imply Watson's? has now? That just means that Cleveland is doing Cleveland things, to be honest with you. At least that's the way I look at it. Like, Why would you – if I was Cleveland – Atlanta. That's probably about it. If I was those two teams, I would have done everything I could to ensure that this meeting did not get out because you would have liked to have at least kept Baker for one more year rather than be forced to trade him or cause issues within the locker room. The Browns are not going to succeed at all um, this year, right? They they can't. Now with everything going on with Baker and Deshaun. I, I think it was a mistake. Um, I would have at least had back channel conversations to see if there's a real chance you can get him and then make your decision from there. But Baker Baker is gone. I don't think that means Deshaun's going there. Uh, sad about Jay Reed. Yeah, yeah. But I'm also happy for Jay Reed. I think I think his style of play will fit better in KC. Um, you know, he's one of those guys that you have to root for, just a good dude. Um, did everything he could on the field, you know, had some injuries and Nixon uh, stuff like that, but um, always gave what he could on the field. Great guy in the community. Uh, Just an awesome person. Uh, It does suck, but you know, at the end of the day, like there's really no point in signing Justin Reed. Um, What is your, I got to have this package from the Panther. Oh, that's a, that's a great question. Um, My, I've put a lot of these out uh, over the last three days, and I get quote tweeted quote tweeted by uh, by every other fan base, and they're all like, "You're an idiot! It's impossible that you'd get that much." Um, but if it was me and I was Nick, um, it would be Chin Brown Horn three ones, two two twos. That's that that would be the that'd be the package for me. Your opinion on Jalen Hurts if he was in the Watson trade? Um, I, honestly, I haven't watched enough of, of Jalen. I, I've seen that he's developed and gotten better. Um, and he looks like he can make the throws. He, he looks like a, a great dude. Um, and with what Philly can offer from a picks perspective, like the now picks, like I think they have two or three this year, um, I think that's very intriguing. Uh, but I don't know if I'd be super happy. with. I, I think, it, it, look, honestly, if it's Hurts versus Mills, I'd love to see who comes out and wins in training camp, the starting position, and Mills beats out Hurts, then that'd be intriguing, to say the least. Why is that? Why is he getting bad publicity? Who? Giovanni? I don't know who you're talking about. When are the Colts getting their Deshaun interview. They're not getting a Deshaun interview. Fucking loser Colts. Hey, you got to appreciate them taking the... Um, you got to appreciate them taking their shot. I would have traded them to the Colts. Um, I just would have taken Quentin Nelson, Darius Leonard, Kenny Moore. Um, there's somebody else, Rocky Asin, DeForest Buckner, and then all their want their entire draft this year. That's what I would ask for the Colts. We need online help in the worst way. Tackle is always a good place to start. Receiver is a must. Running back is a must. The trenches are most important. Yeah, but you, Tunsil's back, right? So Tunsil and Titus, uh, AJ Can. Uh, I know Jordan's not big on AJ Can, um, and that's fine. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and act like I I scouted AJ Can, um, because I haven't. But when Brandon Thorne says that AJ Can can play, um, and is solid in the run game and everything else, like I I, I will always take Brandon Thorne's – evaluation of the offensive line over anybody I mean that's just what the guy studies Um, so I don't know if you can judge a guy that only played what three games last year and was hurt Um, but you have to wonder you know if if Brandon thinks that there's a ton of talent there uh, he was in in Jacksonville for seven years I think there's a good chance that well look could he be worse than any guard that we had last year probably not so it's an upgrade either way um what do you think of the Texans will get for backup quarterback since Taylor went to? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, we signed Jeff Driscoll. I don't know if they'll take him serious or not. Um, but I I don't know if there's really going to be much there. I think they really want, I I think they really want Davis Mills to take the reins and, and try to, um, you know, really push him to start and, and develop. And I'm hoping that's the case. Um, Baker will go to the Seahawks. When the Browns had the number one pick, there was a rumor Seattle offered Russ for the pick, so they could draft him. Yeah, I don't know if that. I don't know if that's true, but maybe. I mean, he could go. Look at the, at this point, Seattle really doesn't have any options. So Baker's an upgrade over uh, Drew Locke. You think Miles Garrett could be included in the Browns' pack? I, I hope not. Um, I hope not. And I, I know that sounds stupid, right? Um, but I really don't want. I don't want older players on blockbuster deals. I want young guys on rookie deals that can develop within the organization and be taken care of by our cap space to you know stay with the team and, and develop and build the chemistry and camaraderie and all of the stuff that comes with it. Um, but I really don't want Miles Garrett. He's a great player. He's a great pass rusher. I just don't want that much money tied up right now in, in the early window. I want to keep that cap for signing guys long term that we believe is going to play a part in the team. Uh, literally every team offering us has a better safety option than Justin. Reed. Literally true. Literally true. That was for Baker. Jalen is mid, but very poised. Okay, Brock. I'm not mad if we have to take Darnold. I'm not mad if we have to take Darnold. Um, but if you you know if we're taking Darnold, then you're you're adding another piece, right? Like we're not taking your guy to take up a roster spot unless you're giving us something. Um, but honestly a Darnold versus Mills, look like if Mills can beat out Darnold, like that says a lot, former first round pick. Definitely showed some potential in his second year. Um, it'd be intriguing. Uh, I think Pep is gonna be I think Pep's gonna be here long time long term. Seems he has never been at the same place for a while. Would be nice for the offense to have some consistency, assuming he does a good job. Honestly, I don't know. Uh, I know everybody's excited about the Pep Hamilton offense. Um, I want to see it first. I want to see what he's able to do and what he can, uh, what he can get out of the offense consistently. What he can get out of Mills consistently. How the run game works. Um, I don't know if I want like I don't want to get caught up in Pep being here for a long time because I don't necessarily know if that's necessary yet. Um, (laughs) I appreciate it, busy too, handsome Ari. I appreciate that. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, So all their best players, yeah, basically. Uh, That's what I would take. That's the exception. Uh, Giovanni, you said. Let me see. Let me go back. Let me go back. You're all the way at the top, Giovanni. I think. Where'd go? Why is that? Why is he getting? Oh, k Okay, yeah, I don't know. Uh, honestly, I've I've been so busy. I started a new. Like, honestly, so the reason why we haven't had a show is uh, I opened up a new business. It's been busy. Uh, I started a new position at work. Um, life's just busy, and I really just haven't had a chance to like sit. Obviously, like here I am, right? Like, I I, I haven't had a chance to sit yet. Um, I've just been going. Uh, so I, I really I, – I don't know specifically what, what it is about KV on and why people are saying he's falling. He may not be, um, and he, he probably isn't. Like, he's a freak of nature. Um, he seems like a great guy, interviews well. So I'm not sure why, Giovanni. I really – I honestly don't know. Um, AJ Campbell will be okay. Yeah, I don't see a reason why not to think that AJ won't be okay. Uh, like I said, he can't be worse. Um, Mills needs weapons other than um, Moore and Conley. I mean, he has Brandon Cooks, um, Brevin Jordan, you know, second-year guy, Nico Collins. I don't know if there's a ton of weapons that are needed. And, like, do you really want to um, – like, do you really want Brevin Jordan to – like, with with the young guys and the Cooks and Conley and Moore, like, you really don't want to invest too much because those guys could come in and develop and develop – and, be productive. So I don't know if I want like Nick to go out there and sign like Alan Robinson or anything like that, but I'll take, you know, kind of what we have and see if that can keep going. And yeah. Um,
1: Hey man, what's up?
0: I feel bad for you guys that I didn't answer y'all's questions because we were going on a question spree there, but John showed up. (laughs) John, I guess you didn't see my tweets at all that I tagged you in and stuff.
1: I, I had a busy day at work.
0: But did you start at the, at the new company?
1: No, I'm still at I'm still at the uh, Cox Automotive. But oh, okay. I'm on I'm still on a, a big big pro big big project, and it was kind of like a panic day. And believe it or not, I actually didn't check Twitter until like four o'clock, five o'clock, and so much had happened. Oh, I yeah. just probably lost it. And I mean, dude, you know my phone number, like
0: I, I know, but I I just <laughs> thought it'd be cool, like if I. If I like put it on Twitter and there was some suspense from everybody, and then you retweeted and then you know created a buzz for the show because we're competing against spaces now every yeah. Tuesday for some reason. And uh,
1: and they've got uh Aaron Wilson on tonight, and so. they got
0: Aaron on, so Aaron is gonna you know he blew us off for. No. for Trader. for that yeah and and so I know that that's gonna bring after we covered
1: like for him and everything after everything that he uh
0: yeah and so I was like all right was just gonna put this on Twitter but the plus I was in the I was uh, at the airport when I announced oh, nice. it and then I'm in Philly now like this is where I'm recording like and okay. some in some uh, I don't even know where I'm at Um but yeah Um yeah so yeah oh, so that uh, I already broke mixer? everything down so
1: <laughs> oh, okay. I was at some mixer for South by, and like they had free drinks and everything.
0: So your oh, buzz. Your eyes are glazed over. Maybe. Yeah. No. No. Maybe. Let me zoom in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. You're trying I also have a.
1: I also have a ring light like right here in my face, so that might be part of it.
0: Might be. Only
1: I had two Michelob Ultras. Like I mean, those are water.
0: Yeah, but you're lightweight, Tom. Huh? That is true. Like um,
1: as much as I drink in a month.
0: Yeah. I don't think much
1: either. I, so, uh, what did I miss? Anything fun? Talk about anything fun? Uh, Any
0: fun questions? I went, through, I went through every pack, every trade package, and what we could potentially get. I went with who I thought he was going to be traded to. I went with who I would like for him to be traded to, and then we talked about some free agency signings. I answered a bunch of questions. Um, yeah, everybody's pretty pretty happy that we're here tonight. Yeah, you know, that yeah.
1: I mean, even with uh Texan Scap having his thing going on, I mean we still have sixty something people, which for this time honestly isn't too bad.
0: Um, well not only that, not only that, we also haven't been on in like six weeks. So I know. We've the fact that we a little haven't been bit. on in six weeks and then Twitter spaces is going on with a huge following, and then us, I think that uh, you know, it's pretty crazy.
1: Yeah,
0: um, take it. Yeah.
1: Um, so, I mean, you've already talked about everything. Um, somebody just put in chat that Aaron Wilson thinks that the uh, Saints is the direction that Deshaun's leading.
0: No, the Panthers feel like Deshaun is leaning towards the Saints.
1: Okay. Um, the Saints really can't offer. I mean, they can offer something, but not really that much.
0: I mean, they can offer quite a bit. They, they can't offer what Carolina can offer yeah so i don't know well, i mean it's a worse draft pick and
1: it's a worse draft pick from the saints and i mean the players that they have they don't have as many quality rookie contracts as as Carolina. the panthers do right i mean and then you've got yeah baker as i was walking up the stairs i didn't actually i just kind of glanced over it but baker's still in cleveland goodbye
0: Oh, we had a breaking news uh, on here. I read the entire Baker Mayfield uh, thing. Uh, we, we literally had breaking news.
1: Well, thank God that the Texans seem like they're not interested in all at all in having Baker come in, um, thankfully. But that would have been just after all the, you know, all the shit that we talked about Deshaun being better than Baker and how much shit we pretty much like made it a thing for a good two seasons about just hating on Baker. And we turns out we were right. But that would have just made me kind of sad. Let me ask you Texan.
0: this. Let, let me ask you this, though. After knowing what we know about Deshaun, would we rather have Baker or Deshaun Watson? Knowing I mean, what we know. At, at least the cheesecake, cheesecake Factory was consensual.
1: It may right. not have been the best taste, but it, it, it's consensual.
0: That's what I'm saying. So, like, now that we know the character, like, we knew, we knew Baker was a tool and a douche coming out of college, right? So we knew that, so we could be prepared for it. We thought Deshaun was an angel, falling from heaven, and amazing at football, and then we got stabbed in the back and the heart multiple times.
1: Dude,
0: we're laying on the ground in our own blood. Um, And now we're finally at a point to where the doctor says we can go home. Um, But honestly, like, if I'm thinking about it, like knowing the outcome of this, like the only thing that's positive, uh, if we kept Deshaun is the trade package that we're going to get for him. Like you're not going to get that for Baker. And if you keep Baker, you're going to be mediocre for, you know, the entire existence of his career. So um, (laughs) probably so so even I mean, with all that going on, I'd probably rather have Deshaun minus the, the, the sexual misconduct. Um, yeah. I, you know, I, I, that I'll never be okay with, but yeah. I mean, Stabbed 22 times. That's right, Steve.
1: It, it, it's, it's tough. Like it really is. And I think I put it out there on Twitter stating that there's no Texans fan that's coming out of this ha- like not hurt in some form or fashion. Like, I'm, I'm sick of this bullshit narrative on Twitter that everybody's happy that we're getting rid of Deshaun. No, fuck that. I mean, fuck that. Seriously. Like I, we, we don't care about cursing anymore. So <laughs> it's like, we've just made our peace with it a lot sooner than others. That's it. Like there's no changing any of this. Like he's shown what he is and it just, it hurt. It hurt a whole lot at the time. and hurt a whole lot last year. I mean, now we've just made our peace and the fact that we're going to get somebody else in here and we're going to get some draft picks. But I'm tired of this narrative that it's like, oh, we're hating on Deshaun. It's or we wouldn't rather have Deshaun or we think that the Texans should try and convince Deshaun to stay. like there's all these narratives out there from people that are just absolutely standing Deshaun in a way that I don't get with 22 accusations. Like he's not been found innocent, but a lot there's so much out there that's acting like he has. All yeah, we've I think, done is made our peace. We've already been hurt. We've already been hurt badly.
0: Yeah, we've I just think made our I, peace to move on. I, I think, like, and, and without the criminal investigations, I think you can say, like, like without the indictment criminally, I think we can say now, and not that it makes it okay because it, it makes it still not okay. But like, if we take out the twenty-two civil suits. And we base our opinion off of just Deshaun's actions with the Texans. You still cannot defend this man. No. You can still not be okay with how he handled this. You can still be pissed off and frustrated that he quit on an entire city. Like, and that's the problem that people tend to forget. There are two separate parts of this story. There are the 22 civil suits. And then there's also the fact that he signed his extension. And before he even signed his extension, he already had a plan on getting out. Like, dude, that is never okay. But you're right. Like everybody in everybody, no matter if we all right now, God was in front of us and asked us a question. If there was any way that we could have Deshaun, the football player, be our quarterback, everybody would say yes. Oh, yeah, definitely. Everybody like would er- say yes. So this er- team is... race
1: everything else, and it's just based on the football field and a heartbeat. Like and that, I, I, I've said yeah. it multiple times. There's no fair return. We no, should get an absolute, a, an absolute killing. There is no return that we're going to get that is going to make up for losing Deshaun. Absolute zero. It better get the other team. It absolutely better, because to get a quarterback like Deshaun Watson, the football player, you luck into it. No one drafts a quarterback like Deshaun. No Unless one. Unless you have the first lucky.
0: overall pick, you just get lucky, you know, and well, that's the with luck first, involved, even right? With, and you even don't with no, first overall pick. You no, luck you're not into guaranteed. It. No, but what yeah. I'm saying is, is like you that you have a better chance at that point to grab them, right? right because it is the first pick. You have the first choice, but you're still a crapshoot. But at the yeah. end of the day, like I like I was saying, like I would much rather, I would much rather have, um. Deshaun on this team and anybody that says that this team isn't better with Deshaun on it. Even now, this team last is they, that much better with Deshaun on the team than it is without Deshaun on it. Last
1: year, the year they're a playoff team with Deshaun quarterbacking. Right. I stand by that. I absolutely yeah. stand by that. Do any of us think that Davis Mills legitimately has a chance to be better than Deshaun? No, no. we don't. We think he no. may be different. We think he might be fine, but here's the thing. Deshaun is never playing for the Texans again, ever. There is no changing that. There is absolutely no changing that. Too much damage has been done. Um, and it is all off the field stuff, but he's never coming back. So make peace with it and just hope we get a decent return for him that is at least soothes it, that at least gets this team on the right track back to being competitive quickly.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. And the uh
1: nailed it. Like none of these teams should be like, yeah, you can't have this player or this player. You don't get a quarterback. It, like you just don't, you can't, you can have the number one pick. You have the number one pick this year. You're not getting a quarterback on the level of Deshaun Watson and what he's already proved in the NFL. You have next year's, which is a stronger class. Bryce Young and CJ Stroud. They are not Deshaun Watson. They might be, But the odds are that they won't, even with getting one of them, one or two.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Look, uh, Jacinda Anderson just put out, "I'm, I'm told tonight the compensation asked for Deshaun Watson trade has not varied. Even with recent developments so far, the Texans are still seeking five to six premium assets to consummate a deal. A league source added, they've remained firm but fair in discussions.
1: I mean, you want two players that are established so that way they don't, there's no bust. Like there's some certainty there. Like you actually get some sort of value. And then with the draft picks, like you want as many first round picks as possible. But again, look at teams and their history of drafting first round picks. We actually got a little spoiled with Rick Smith. Most teams don't hit on first round picks consistently. I, you may get a solid player, but getting. A Just a Pro Bowl caliber player consistently, even in the first round, doesn't really happen. Even the best drafting teams.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Oh, Adam Schefter just said the Falcons have prepared an elaborate presentation for their meeting with Deshaun Watson on Wednesday to try to convince him to come home to Atlanta and play for the Falcons. Schefter adds that he thinks coming back to Atlanta is appealing for Watson. Adam mentions the Colts and Seahawks as a few teams that could show potential mutual interest in Matt Ryan and the situation he is likely to be traded following a hypothetical Watson trade.
1: I'm just going to build on what I said about him going to Atlanta. I don't want him to go to Atlanta if they're going to turn around and trade Matt Ryan to the Colts. If he's going to the Seahawks, that's fine. Just because, again, it goes back to me being petty, and I don't want the Colts to have any more joy and the joy they already get in the fact that they don't have to play Deshaun Watson, the football player, twice a year anymore?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I um, I, and I, I don't know how closely you've seen my tweets, but um, I said Sunday that there's going to be a team that comes out of nowhere that nobody's talking about, and they're likely going to be the ones that end up landing Deshaun. And here it is. I, I truly believe that it is the Falcons. There is just two – one, like the picks aren't too different from Carolina. Um, I think they have eight. So two picks back, and that's going to be in the second round as well. Um, the only thing with the Falcons for me is I just don't know – I don't know enough about their roster to know what players – we should want outside of A.J. Terrell and Kyle Pitts. And people are saying Kyle Pitts is off the board because that's a that's a David Muguleta, um athlete, so I don't know if that means anything or not. But I would assume if Burns or Horn or Chin or, or two of those players on the Panthers are on the table, then Atlanta's got to come with something.
1: Yeah, Pitts they, is they, on the they, table. They, he has to Atlanta be. just doesn't have the Atlanta just doesn't have the assets without Pitts on the table.
0: That that's what like, I keep coming back to.
1: Like that's if Atlanta is serious about wanting to try and get this done, then Pitts is on the table. Everybody's on the table. Granted, from the little bit that I've been able to get from Twitter, it looks like the reason the Falcons might be appealing to Deshaun himself is first off the hometown. I think that he is kind of aware that certain fan bases are not going to treat him as well as others. So he goes back to Atlanta. He goes back to Carolina. They're going to, they're going to love him. They're going to forgive him. But with Atlanta, he will actually have probably a bigger say on the roster, even if it's just, you know, LeBroning people in Um, because they don't have anybody. Now the biggest problem with Atlanta is they also don't have any money.
0: Yeah, they would have to trade. Wouldn't they have to trade uh, Matt before they could even consider trading? for Like, matt They got to have, have home. I'm assuming they have until
1: noon tomorrow, I believe. And that's when the restructure takes place for Matt Ryan. And then the dead cap will just crush him.
0: Yeah, because it's like $54 million, isn't it?
1: Yeah, but that's when it becomes official. If they don't get him traded by tomorrow at noon, then they can't move him because that's when that... That restructure. That is my understanding. Um, I would actually tell you all to go hop on Texans cap stream. He'll probably understand it better than me, but that's just my understanding is Matt Ryan becomes untradeable at noon tomorrow.
0: Hmm. So what? Chris Lindstrom, AJ Terrell, Kyle Pitts. I don't really see anybody. I mean, else. it's only
1: Pitts and Terrell that even move the board just a little bit.
0: And they don't move it like Carolina. Nope.
1: Well, Pitts might. Pitts, Pitts might be pretty special, but we... Well, Pitts is only it's,
0: special if you compare him with a quarterback. And I'm yeah. not saying that Davis isn't a possible quarterback, but like, if you trade for Pitts and you don't have a quarterback for the next two, three, four years on his rookie deal, then at the end of the day, it's, that, that pick ends up being wasted yeah. because he's going to leave to go to a quarterback. I don't know. It's uh, it's it's a bit wild right now. That's for, for damn sure. Um, by the time I think tomorrow,
1: I think tomorrow morning and tomorrow, I think just tomorrow is going to be nuts. It'll be entertaining
0: to watch. Yeah, um, I agree. I, I agree. All right. So I mean, by the time we record next week, um, Deshaun's going to be on a new team. Most likely. What do you like? Who? Where does he go, John?
1: Um, probably Carolina. I just think that they'll have the best. I think they have the best package that they could put together and still be competitive. I I shouldn't say probably Carolina. I'm hoping for Carolina because they can it just makes the most sense for all parties involved to make a trade work with Carolina. Now, if he wants to win, he's going to end up in Cleveland, which I hate to say, but him on that Cleveland roster, like they're, they've got, that's a pretty good team. That's a pretty good team. I just, I can't see Atlanta doing it. I really just can't see Atlanta pulling it off. And the saints, what, sort of craziness they're going to have to absolutely nuke the roster to make him fit
0: right no no because it will so people keep saying that but I don't think people are taking into account the players that would be coming off the books in the trade like that seems to be completely well, missed even, even with that
1: they've only currently they've only got like six millions in cap space and they started the offseason with they were 50 million over like they've already done a lot to get to this point I don't so, know. They they work the cap better than any other team in the league, so maybe they can make it work. But I just i I just can't wrap my head around what New Orleans is going to do to make it happen.
0: So let me look. I'm going to look right now at their cap. No, so, he
1: goes to if he goes to Cleveland. Part of me hates it because I don't want Deshaun to succeed. But I agreed with uh, Kovukhan Khan that that team is a quarterback away from being just a serious Super Bowl contender. And Deshaun Cleveland will
0: do it. Yeah. So Ryan Ramchick clears thirty-seven million. Why would we want
1: Ramchick? Why would we want him though?
0: We wouldn't want him unless you're going to play Titus at guard.
1: Oh God. (laughs) I'd almost feel bad for Titus at that point. Tunsil just came back and said he was playing.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um. Peyton Turner, 6 million off the books. Marcus Davenport is 10, so that's 16. They just created another 9, I believe, but then they just signed Marcus May, so I don't, honestly, maybe, like, if you actually look at it, like, maybe it's, maybe Atlanta in, I mean, I don't know why Atlanta would put all that time into the presentation. I'm assuming by the time we wake up in the morning, Matt Ryan's traded somewhere. Um, it's it's likely going to be Indy, um, because that just makes the most sense. Uh, I think Matt would prefer to go to Indy over Seattle. Also yeah, he goes team. to
1: he goes to Indy, and I mean, they're a strong playoff team, even with Matt Ryan in a in the in a decline. Like that team was beating the Jaguars away from being in the playoffs last year, and they're. Just, they really haven't regressed. Like I just, yeah. Atlanta to me, like I can see, of course they want him. Of course they're going to put a PowerPoint together. Of course they're going to do everything they could. But just if you take in all the factors that you supposedly care about the package we can receive that Deshaun wants to play for a team that has a plan, that's not Atlanta. The only thing that Atlanta has to convince Deshaun himself is to pull on his heart and to say, Well, when you bring in some of your buddies, because apparently Alan Robinson and Will Fuller will take reduced contracts to go to Atlanta and play with them.
0: Yeah. Yes, I, I, I mean I that has to play I, for I just Atlanta, above the minimum. Like. I, I think Atlanta, and I think he I weathers think Atlanta. the storm for I think he weathers the storm for the next two to three years and then he hopes that they can rebuild and do what they need to do once they have picks and cap space. And then, you know, I mean, what about Calvin Ridley? Like, even though he's, he's not, suspended for a year, like that doesn't count for
1: he's gonna he's it doesn't count towards the cap. So exactly, get, and
0: it doesn't count as a contract year.
1: Yeah, so he'll get reduced.
0: No, no, I'm saying if we tr- took him in a trade.
1: Oh, if we took him in a trade,
0: so you get a guy. I mean, I. You get a good Maybe, I too. mean, I'm
1: not I'm not I he is a good receiver, but there's so much talent at the receiver in this position in this draft that it's almost tough to say I want a receiver back in any of these trades. Even Calvin Ridley. Like I don't think Calvin Calvin Ridley's fine, but he's not earth-shatteringly change the direction of your franchise type wide receiver.
0: But even with JC Horn, like as much as we love him, and we both love him, mm-hmm. we don't know for sure that that's the case either. Like he could be, no, no, no. He, he, he could be. The, and it, stuff, right? Harder, so It kind of equals out. It,
1: it's harder to find a quality quarterback cornerback than it is Agreed. to find a quality oh, okay. receiver, just like a starting caliber. And JC Horn, just from unless he becomes injury prone, just from what he that's showed last thing. year, yeah, he's going to be a probo quality corner no matter what. And that just does so much for your defense. I can't imagine that he peaked after, what, four games before he broke his foot? Two games? Like, it was something just ridiculously small. And he's also a guy, you got to remember that J.C. Horn's dad was Joe Horn. He knows wide receiver route trees better than most wide receivers. Yep. So it's not just physical. the physical reasons. He's a very, very smart corner that'll play forever. So that's why I'd want him from Carolina. Doesn't mean that it would get him but uh, that's why.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going Falcons. You're going Panthers. We'll find out by the end of this week. Yeah. Um, maybe
1: we'll do something fun once the trade goes down. Yeah, maybe we'll see. Oh man.
0: I just saw this clip on a, uh, On uh, Twitter, where Jay Glazer on October 28th says on the Pat McAfee show the Houston Texans played the Deshaun Watson situation all wrong early in the (laughs) offseason and offered uh, turned down an offer of three ones and three threes and now they're about to get three ones and some twos and some players. Uh, Anyways, all right, yeah, that was
1: being being pushed by his camp. I think that that,
0: pushed by everybody.
1: Yeah, that was a little bit of a. I think Casario, not, I don't want to say he broke Deshaun's will, but he came to an understanding. And I think that's why this will be a little bit smoother than we kind of expect.
0: Well, yeah, I, I, I mean, I mentioned it earlier. Like, you don't go through what you're going through, whether it be the Texans or it be Deshaun, and it happened the way that it happened and get to this outcome without there being some actual respect between the two and some cohesion between the two to ultimately get the like exactly what both parties want. Like that's the only way this works. Cause if that wasn't the case, yeah, Deshaun has the no trade clause, but we just paid you $11 million to sit and we can easily do it again next year. Exactly. there's so many different things that we can do, but the the fact that that's not happening uh, tells me that they're working together. They're, they're being respectful and, and they're trying to figure this out. So At least at the end of the day, he's ending in that fashion, I guess, and not trying to hold the franchise hostage. Yeah.
1: That's what it seems like. So hopefully that's the case. Because yeah, again, I hate to break it to y'all, even if. Some of the tweets out there, some of the reporters out there say that the first reaction that you're going to say have when you see the return is go, Wow, that you're not going to believe the return. But I'm just going to forewarn y'all, there is no return that is that is fair for having a quarterback for Deshaun. We're going to feel it next year when we watch Deshaun play on another team. If if he doesn't get suspended, because apparently that's still out there that he may get suspended for eight or more games.
0: I just you know what I hate I hate um seeing anything from anybody in the sense of like sources cuz truly you never know that is like true like you, you really never know what people know cuz you don't know who anybody is compared to somebody else like on Twitter um yeah I don't know
1: well I mean even with sources people are people like somebody could tell the source and the source could be 100% correct with what they were told yep but, you know Change your mind. I'm going downstairs for for a Coke. I decided I'm going to get a water. I don't tell anybody, but I might have told you when I got up, hey, I'm going to go get a Coke, come back up with the water.
0: Right. Well, that's what what I mean. Like You just never know. So, Um, All right, cool. Well, with that being said, uh, I'm going to get to the hotel room and get some sleep. I got to be up early, and it's 11 o'clock here. Um, I'm going to make money. (laughs) Yeah, we'll be there. We'll be back next week um, as long as John's not downtown getting drunk. Um, as usual, and yeah, yeah, I guess with that being said, I'm Young Ari Gold, that's John Wade, the Garnet Texan, to take you guys back to the old days, and uh, we will catch you guys next week. Thank you guys for tuning in.